and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey. You didn't say hi. I introduce you and then you must have gotten cut. You must have missed it. Oh, I said I must have missed it. I said we've got Harpy and Steve, and then and Steve said, "Hey," and I said, "Hey." I I, I think the problem. I think I was waiting on Lauren. That's <laughs> uh, true. Lauren's uh, out. Okay. See, I was waiting on Lauren. Because okay. I know I go third. You do, That's but right. there's there's only two. So I guess I go second. Yeah. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. <laughs> oh my. We miss you, Lauren. Yes. We are away uh traveling the world. She's yes. at Walt Disney Walt Disney World. Believe, hard yeah. to believe. Yeah. Shocker. Having fun. Um, yeah, but she's got her girls with her this time, so there's no stopping her. International Flower and Garden Festival. She'll have lots to report back. Lots, I'm sure. But we've got some stuff to report back on. We've got some news. We have a few stories and some exciting stuff. Of course, it's always exciting stuff. So I guess let's get the ball rolling. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start, and then we'll go to Sharpie and then to Steve. And you guys can pick whichever story you want. I'll mark them off as we go. All right. But I'm going to start off with something that we've been waiting for for a long, long, long time. And that How is long, Lisa? a long, 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 long time. How long? Four longs. Quite, quite the long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. So the news is <sighs> that we do have a um, an end in sight with the opening of Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California. So we're we're going to see it open. That's exciting. And so initially there was news that it would open April 1st and of course it is restricted, but it looks more based on what we we've, we've heard from CEO Bob um Chapik, that it might be later in April. And they've got a call Thousands and thousands, like 10,000 cast members that have been furloughed. They've got to call them all back. And not only do they need refreshers because it's been a year, um, they need to be retrained because there are a full year, 12 months. It has been a year, almost to the day. Well, today. Um, But this week marks the, the week that things started closing down last year. Yep. So... I remember that day very well when we were podcasting and we couldn't believe that Disney was shutting down. And and as we were recording that episode, oh, I know. stuff just kept coming in as we were recording. Yeah. yeah. It was very They're closing this. Amazing. They're closing that. They're closing this. They're closing the whole place. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it can it was very quick. It was like, do you think they'll close? Oh yeah, they just closed it now. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, yes, I it, do believe they will. It closed very quickly. So um, they've got to get all those cast members back and retrained. Now, it is exciting that they're reopening, but there are some caveats. It'll be at 15% capacity. And initially, they presume that it'll be restricted to California residents only. So don't book your plane ticket anytime soon. 
Um, can you imagine getting to do Disneyland at 15% capacity? It would be incredible. That would be magic. But they are going to have to um, hold off on the indoor rides. You know, if it's a fully indoor ride, um, Soren is going to have to wait. Anything like that isn't going to be in the initial opening. And they're going to see what they can do as time goes on. Because you're trapped in a closed space or large space, whatever, with a bunch of people with no air. Um, even distancing isn't going to help that a whole lot. So um, also no indoor dining. So they're not going to have that going on. But they will have some alfresco and, of course, some uh, of the quick service dining, which means corn dogs. Oh, and broccoli soup. Oh, sourdough. <sighs> Disneyland corn dogs. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Wow. Mm. Um, oh, and all those churros at downtown Disney. Oh, my goodness. Here we go again with the food. But anyway, um, it will be opening hopefully in April. That, that April 1st start date, they don't think it's going to happen. But don't also forget that A Touch of Disney is going to open March 18th. So that's, well, one week from our recording date. Um, and that's going to give you an opportunity to go inside of California Adventure. Rides are not open. However, they do have lots of food booths available for snacking and tasting as well as merchandise available. And this comes at a ticketed cost of $75, which includes a one-day memory maker, as well as your parking and a $25 meal ticket for, for the booths. So good stuff ahead. These are, these are great signs. I'm excited. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's baby steps. So Sharpie, what do you have for us? The luck of the Irish, Lisa. Right. We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be doubling down on this one. Hmm. Okay, Lauren, I'm doing an eye roll for you <laughs> as well as a palm, a face palm. <laughs> so as we prepare for the celebration of St. Patrick's Day, uh, there are of course a lot of things, a lot of food options going on all around both. Walt Disney World and the selected areas that are open for Disneyland, uh, such as uh, trolley treats uh, at Disney's California Adventure Park, uh, and then the confectionery at Downtown Disney, uh, and of course the um, the Jazz Kitchen Express, Ralph Brennan's uh, Jazz Kitchen over at Downtown Disney, uh, but of course at Walt Disney World. Uh, Emirates over at Disney Springs has a shamrock cream puff with Irish cream mousse and a whiskey caramel sauce Ugh. or caramel sauce, mm -hmm. however you might uh, prefer to pronounce that. That sounds pretty tasty. It Irish cream good. mousse with a whiskey caramel sauce. I could I could go for that. It it looks very fancy uh, in 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 the photos. It has a uh, rainbow stripe. Um, like a, a Sour Patch Kids rainbow <laughs> on it and little gold coins. And uh -huh. it, it's, it's super cute. Yeah. We uh, can tell you March 12th through the 20th. Uh, and then a uh, creme brulee. They have a, a, a matcha orange 
creme brulee available as well. Uh, and then, of course, the ganachery has fantastic selections of chocolate, uh, an Irish uh, whiskey chocolate square, an Irish cream chocolate ganache square, and then a leprechaun Mickey pinata. So it is a, a chocolate pinata filled with gold dusted chocolate marshmallows. Hmm. That sounds like a nice little treat. Uh, Deluxe Burger has a, a Dubliner burger. Uh, it has signature beef patty uh, topped with Dubliner cheddar, corned beef, shoestring fried onions, Irish stout barbecue sauce with lettuce and grilled onions. Then they also have an Irish cream milkshake with vanilla gelato with Irish cream, caramel sauce, toasted marshmallow, and green sprinkles. Then over at City Works Eatery and Poor House, they have a corned beef Reuben with shaved corned beef, a champagne kraut with whiskey mustard, Irish stout onions, Gruyere on a marbled rye. How delicious does that sound? Not bad. Also offering a shepherd's pie with a, a stout braised ground beef, uh, peas, carrots, onions, shredded cabbage, and a potato puree. Uh, and then, of course, they also have, have Irish drinks as well. However, my personal favorite is over at Vivolo Il Gelato, uh, and that is uh, Patrick's Affogato. Uh, your choice of gelato, matcha tea, and whipped cream, or a green velvet cake shake. Looks like it has a an cake actual cake. gelato, Ooh. green velvet cake, not not to be confused with red velvet, uh, but still with a completely a, a different cream icing. Uh, so with whipped cream and cannoli filling. Mm. Looks good. A Yasaki, which is a slush with mint, lemonade, and a blue Caracal syrup served with whipped cream and a peppermint bark topping. You can get it in an alcoholic or a non-alcoholic version if you so choose. And then, of course, the big fest and all of Disney, the best festival uh, of St. Patrick's Day is celebrated on March 17th itself. Uh, and that is over at Raglan Road. So live entertainment, Irish bands direct from Ireland. Wow. Of course, with the same delicious Irish food and drink they serve every day of the year. So whether you are uh, in Disney Springs on March 17th or not, uh, definitely you can still celebrate St. Patrick's Day every day of the year over at Raglan Road. Uh, and then uh, Tamu Tamu over at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park uh, at the Isle of Java. Mm. Uh, you can get the the um, Irish coffee and Irish whiskey Joffrey's coffee with whipped cream and shamrock sprinkles. Uh, you can also at flame tree barbecue, you can get the St. Patrick's day uh, cupcake with chocolate. It's chocolate with mint ganache filling, vanilla frosting and a chocolate shamrock. And then of course, over at nomads lounge or nomad lounge, you can get the Patrick's day, St. Patrick's day trio, Madeline rainbow cake, creme liqueur, Coffee panna cotta, vanilla chiffon cake pop with whiskey caramel ganache. So sounds delicious. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Over at Restaurantosaurus, you can get the St. Patrick's Day Reuben Tachos with crispy tater tots loaded with nacho cheese, sauteed corned beef, sauerkraut, and Thousand Island dressing with some crunchy rye croutons. 
Uh, and then you over at the Dino Bite Snacks, you can get St. Patrick's Day Irish Cream Sandwich with a mint ice cream between double chocolate chip cookies rolled in shamrock sprinkles. Oh, my gosh. Right? No, no, no. Like Let's a, take a moment to to soak that in. It looks like a the chip witch from uh, 7-Eleven, but with little uh, tiny shamrock. Don't cheapen it. No, it looks and good. And mint, mint ice cream. Oh, man. That. I love chocolate and mint. If, you, if you've ever had a grasshopper cheesecake mm. with like grasshopper cookies as the crust, it is absolutely oh, delicious. That's a good idea. Mm. Steve, uh, what do you think? And then over at Tamu mm. Tamu, you can get Mickey's Colossal Cinnamon Roll uh, with a green icing drizzle. So, for, you know, the, the, the basic Mickey mm. cinnamon roll that is available at Tamu Tamu, except it has green icing drizzle. Okay. Fla- flavored up a little bit. And then over at uh, everything pop. You can get luck of the green chocolate cupcake filled with mint cream topping with a vanilla buttercream and shamrock sprinkles. It looks pretty tasty. Uh, and then over at three bridges, you can get the St. Patty's day dessert, which is an Irish cream mousse filled pata I have no idea if I pronounced that correctly, uh, but it is with pistachio cream and a chocolate shamrock. Mm. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty delicious. Uh, over at Gasparilla at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, you can get the luck of the Irish panna cotta with chocolate coffee mousse, Irish cream whiskey panna cotta, and vanilla cream topped with a shamrock cookie. And then, of course, I just mentioned this on a show recently. Over at um, Disney's oh. Old Key West Resort, it's it's made out of the same kitchen as um, – uh, Olivia's, but the key lime tart with the graham cracker crust, key lime custard, and shamrock garnishes. So, you know, key lime pie is green to start with, so you just add some shamrocks. Uh, and then an artist palette at Disney Saratoga Springs Resort, you can get the Irish Car Bunt, which is an Irish stout bunt cake with Irish cream mousse and Irish whiskey caramel. Uh, and then at over even over at Wind and Waves Market, which is at Disney's Vero Beach Resort, not at Walt Disney World, but over on the coast, you can get a shamrock whoopie pie with a green tea cake and a gold citrus cream filling. And one of my favorite snacks, uh-huh. snacks shops. It is a, a quick service dining location uh, over at Roaring Fork over at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. They have great cupcakes every day of the year, but they're offering a St. Patrick's day cupcake with a green velvet cupcake with cream cheese icing decorated with Chippendale dressed up as leprechauns. Mm-hmm. Pretty cute. Very cute. Yep. And then uh, the market at Alan compass, you can get an Irish cream mousse cupcake, a chocolate cupcake with Irish cream mousse dome and chocolate crispy pearls. So all sorts of desserts, all sorts of sweet stuff, all sorts of deliciousness, all sorts of green, all sorts of St. Patrick's Day. So if you're going to Disney around St. Patrick's Day, most of this is available before and after St. Patrick's Day itself. So March 12th through the 20th. So enjoy. So it's okay. Top of the morning to you. That's a whole lot of yumminess in a short time. So... And I'm not going to get to go. So we're going to have to rely on Lauren. I don't think she's going to make it either. Mm. Sharpie, we're going to have to send you in. Take one for the team. <laughs> Lots of locations. From coast to coast. Yeah. Disney covers all the St. Patrick's Day snacks. All right. That sounds awesome. 
Some of those. Why not? Some of those are really good. Okay, Steve. So a story. Uh, so over at Walt Disney World, the Polynesian Village Resort, we talked about this maybe a year or so ago. Um, they're going to retheme at least some of the rooms to the Moana theme after the success of that movie. Um, so if you like Moana, they've come out with some of like, I don't know if it's, it looks like it's an actual room. So maybe one of the rooms or some of the rooms are actually done. And I don't know. And Sharpie and I were talking about this before the show. We hope it's not all of the rooms that are going to this theme and just some of them. So, you know, the one that I have photos of, it's your standard two bedroom or actually it's, it's a two bed room. Uh, the one bedroom room over at the Polynesian, it has, uh, scenes of from the film. If you remember like the tribal tattoo, uh, kind of pattern that is on one of the walls. Maui's pattern. Yes. He's you know, awesome. Kind of in the orange, you know, where he's got all the little guys that animate on his tattoo, the little gods and little muscle guys. I, I'm not even sure. Um, but that's one whole wall. Uh, and then it's, it's kind of gone with all the, the way most of these Disney rooms have gone. So the carpet, there's no carpet. It's hardwood floor. Um, it's got lots of woods. It's got some marble, kind of like a white marbly countertop on the dresser. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's hard to, I, I, Sharpie wasn't loving it. I, I can tell you from the one thing I noticed in the bathroom, you know, it's, it, everything looks nice when it's brand new. It definitely does not. I know this from staying with uh, female travel agents. And other resorts that the, okay, the, the bathroom has no counter space, really. There's a little shelf above the sinks, but it has those giant sinks. And then it has a tiny little. Yeah, they're definitely like area. pedestal basins. Yeah. Um, but I think there's storage under the sink, though. It looks like there might be some storage. I can't tell. But from here's the angle. my thing with the bathroom. Uh huh. In my opinion. These bathrooms aren't diff aren't very much different than any Holiday Inn Express that you're going to see on the roadside, and that's mm -hmm. absolutely nothing against Holiday Inn Express. Yeah, I mean, they're recently, and it's it was actually one of the most beautiful hotels I've stayed at, especially at the pre that price point, um, specifically at that price point for sure. Uh, but they're they're. My take is they added characters, but they removed so much character. Mm. Bum, bum. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, there's a couple, I don't even know the name of the pig. What's the pig in Moana? Pow? I'm sure someone knows. Maybe Pow. I don't know. Po, Pow. I'm sure. Yeah. It starts with a P. Anyways. P-A-U. There's a picture of him and a picture of. Hey, hey. Oh, no, that's a chicken. Oh, I, who are you saying then? Then there's a picture of uh, the girl Moana. Moana, okay. Um, and that's <laughs> Good pretty job, much Steve. It. Yeah. You looked at me like you needed a name, and I'm like, I, I, yes, okay. So, but that's it. Yeah, like you said, the bathroom. I mean, they're they're decorated with like high. They look high end. Um, you know, they've got the backlit mirror. Sandals does this, you know, so it's lit all around the edges. It's got a makeup mirror, two sinks. Um, it's got a bathtub in the, so it's a shower bathtub combo and it looks like it's on a, like a, the glass is like a barn door style. So it slides, um, left to right to open and it's clear glass. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing spectacular. They're they're also redoing the uh, the main entrance, which is I guess the ceremonial house. Now they redid the lobby in there before. It sounds like they're kind of updating the colors, adding like this high pitched ceiling uh, when you first come in from like the monorail or parking outside. So a lot of this might be kind of like exterior design. Because if you see. really think about it, mm-hmm. the main entrance to the Polynesian was like just a boxy platform for the monorail. I yeah. mean, that, like that was the main entrance to the Polynesian. There wasn't a whole lot of, there wasn't a grand, grand entryway. Yeah. Like Alani has that look yeah. going with like a mid-century modern, like type of theme that it's like very Polynesian influenced. Like I, th- the rooms are losing a lot of that like mid-century kind of influence Mm -hmm. that that they have had. That is like what you think about whenever you think about the, like the South Pacific. I mean, the, the, the whole, the whole chain of, of, of Pacific islands. I think they're, they're making it glamorous instead of having a feeling of authenticity to the, to the, to the culture, because here's the thing. Olani is a full exposition of Hawaiian culture. It is authentically Hawaiian. The Polynesian was never meant to be a Hawaiian resort. It was meant to be all in kind of encompassing of Polynesia. However, the era that it came out of. So whenever you think of the, 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 the area, the area that it was designed in and was influenced by the late sixties, early seventies, that was like the, the, a very big era for Tiki design. Oh yeah. And, and all of that character has been stripped off of these rooms and they're, they're beautiful. They're bright. They're, they're luxurious looking, but they lack the warmth and the darkness and the coolness of that tiki type of design, culture, and influence. So take it for what it's worth. Yeah. Beautiful rooms, luxurious. However, they don't have the character that poly rooms once had. Yeah. And, and that, that's, that's kind of been my beef with a lot of the room renovations that they've done is a lot of the Disney hints a lot of the disney touches are pulled off to like put fully on display the intellectual property so ip over character i don't know like i said they added characters but they stripped off a lot of character don't get me wrong they're beautiful (laughs) rooms i'll definitely stay in them but i also don't like that they took the ceiling fans out yeah it's just got one of those florida get get some air movement yeah, it's got one of those round, like drum light, shades. Yeah, that's like not like percussion drum, like a, a round. Yep. It's yeah. like a basket. Yeah, it's like the what was it's kind of the popular style, but which will be dated in a, a certain amount of time. Yeah, I feel like I I know time goes by so quick, but the last time I was there, they had just redone the the rooms. Well, that was obviously a while ago because now they're redoing them again. And I don't know if they're doing all of the rooms with, with Moana or not. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. That's, 
when when I heard that they were going to do this Moana overlay at the Polynesian, I was like, I love the Polynesian the way it is. Why does every place have to have a a character? <laughs> so, but maybe the kids don't. I, I don't know. So hopefully it's not all the rooms. But I do see what you what which what you're saying. They they basically look just like a nice any place hotel room um, that has no Polynesian flair or character minus uh, some things from the movie that have been added to the walls. So, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how, how they do. So that's my story, Lisa. <laughs> okay. That was a very lovely story. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with the next story and I'm going to take us back to Epcot. And we've been waiting for this a long time, too. And we're going to have to keep waiting. It's like a huge teaser. But Remy is a new ride that will be opening later this year. And they are piggybacking or mousy backing. No, he'd be a rat. They're rat backing the opening of Remy with the 50th anniversary of the Magic Kingdom. So Remy is scheduled to open October 1st. Uh, it's located in Epcot, as I mentioned, in the France Pavilion, and it's it's kind of set up already. But I believe my theory is that they're doing this to um, disperse some of the crowds from the Magic Kingdom because of the anniversary date, and give people a place to go with an actual uh, woohoo type event. Because a lot, you know, the Magic Kingdom is closed; they're sold out right now for the, the first, October 1st. And Epcot is also now sold out. Yeah, and now Epcot sold out. So it worked. Um, and, and there was speculation, well, they're still going to open early. I don't think they're going to open early. I think they're going to stick with this as a hard date. Oh. Just to keep, you know, because there's a purpose to their date. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Uh, um, soft openings and all that. I don't think they're going to do it. Yeah, I don't know. So right now, they're sold out with park reservations because you just can't go to a park. You have to have actual reservation because of the uh, attendance numbers they're trying to keep at 35%. So maybe by the time October 1st comes around, those 35% goes up to 40% or 45%. Maybe if that happens, then they'll have uh, more park reservations open up for yeah, Magic I'm Kingdom and Epcot. I would expect that to happen now that you mention it. Sharpie, what do you think? Do you think they're going to have a higher capacity come? Opening day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think the way the way Florida is moving, I think their capacity is going to be. I think their capacity is going to be bumping. I agree. Yeah. Um. So hopefully that lets more people over to Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, uh, for October first. But for you, those of you that don't know what Remy is, uh, Remy of course is the rat from Ratatouille. And this ride is going to be uh, a sit down. Uh, it's it's going to be different than anything that we've had in Orlando. Is mm -hmm. there anything else like? No, there's not. It's a dark ride, but it's. Yeah, it's a dark ride where you go into a little car similar to, you know, Peter Pan or something. Uh, Pooh Bear, well, Winnie the Pooh. Mm -hmm. And but it's um, driven by magnets instead of a track. Correct. Yeah, the they're um it's tra trackless. trackless vehicles. So we've got the trackless vehicle and it's a rat, which is adorable. But you shrink down 
do the size of a rat. And then you go through uh, Gusto's kitchen and restaurant as a rat. And of course, adventure awaits. So, um, yeah, it's it fun. Be a nice little family adventure. Fun for all ages. Yeah. Um, you don't have to worry about most. Well, not really. I don't, I, there's, there's nothing. It's not like a roller coaster. So any, anybody can do it. Kids love it. It's great. So it's going to definitely be a popular ride because it fits so many demographics. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, and then coincidentally, not so coincidentally, um, the Creperie is also going to open on October 1st, which is also in the France Pavilion, very close to the Remy ride. So that'll be cool. Yeah. And they're going to have yumminess, like crazy yumminess with the sweet and the savory. They've got gluten-free crepes. It's yumville. Much better than Gusto's uh, restaurant at uh, Disneyland Paris. You think well, so? Yes. How do you know? Because <laughs> we ate at Gusto's. I know. Gusto's was not good. It was awful. It was not good. But I had the ratatouille. Yeah, actually, the creperie's got to be better than Gusto's. Gusto's, the service was not good. The food was not good and it was expensive. I, you know, it's, it's all a moment in time, right? So who knows? Maybe we had a bad waiter, waiter and, and just did order things that other people love and we didn't like. Um, so I figure since we're there we, and it opened, we have, to, we have to try it. So we went and it was not phenomenal. But um, So I'm much more excited about the Crapery than uh, having another full service restaurant. But that's my news on Epcot and uh, the France Pavilion. So, Sharpie, what do you have for us next? You know, Lisa. Oh, no. That's Here a it great comes. question. Here it comes. Hold on. Let me figure out what you're going to say. Um, I don't remember the next story. He's going to say something about a polar bear in a snowstorm. I don't know. Hmm. You think so? Just, just lay it on me. Go for it. <sighs> okay. Blizzard Beach is reopening. That's it. Oh, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When's it open, Sharpie? Oh, Blizzard Beach actually has already reopened. All right, cool. uh, Blizzard Beach reopened Sunday, March 7th, uh, welcoming guests back to their favorite former ski resort. You know. That's what Blizzard Beach is. It used to be a ski resort. And mm-hmm. then, of course, though the cold, cold front moved in. Ice Gator built his uh, ski resort. And then as things happen in Florida, the, the, the warmth moves back in and starts melting. So, yeah. I always loved his name. Yes. Ice Gator. <laughs> One of my favorite things about Blizzard Beach is the one of the little displays at the front of the park that mm-hmm. advertises sleds, you know, buy now, slay later. <laughs> uh, it's been <laughs> so anyway, long. So how exactly does a water park work with a mask mandate? One might ask. Yeah, uh, let me, let me but ask Disney's that. Blizzard sure. Beach water park is operating in alignment with all of the health and safety measures implemented throughout the Walt Disney World Resort, such as additional cleaning measures, uh, temperature checks, and of course, physical distancing. Uh, guests age two and up 
and cast members will be required to wear face mask coverings while visiting Blizzard Beach. Guests may remove their masks while traveling to water slides, but masks will not be permitted in the water or on the attractions. So the question there, one may ask, is how do you prevent your mask from getting wet? Yeah, it sounds like you're only wearing mask if you're lounging, maybe. Right. And hanging out. Yeah. If you're yeah, if you're at your chair. Yeah. Uh I and I'm wondering if you rent a polar patio, I'm wondering if you have to wear your mask because at the, those you like would you be space. you'd be six feet from the, the from the pathway. You'd be six feet from a neighboring polar patio. So I wonder 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 how that works. Yeah. So so I don't know. It's been so long. I I enjoyed the water parks. It's been a long time since I've been. Blizzard Beach is awesome. Is Blizzard Beach or Typhoon Lagoon your favorite? Man, I don't know. I, Blizzard Beach. Really? Yeah. I Blizzard Beach is my favorite too. The only thing mm. I love more about Typhoon Lagoon is the wave pool. I like the wave pool at Typhoon yeah. Lagoon more than I like the wave pool at Blizzard Beach because Blizzard Beach is more of the bobbing kind yeah. of waves where Typhoon Lagoon is the true like surf waves. Yeah. And you can actually do surfing there. So yeah. actually you can do surf lessons there. Yeah. Sure can. Yeah. Yeah. Typhoon Lagoon's got that tropical Caribbean vibe, lots of tropical plants and they've grown up over the years. So it's uh, little waterfalls and all that kind of stuff. And then Blizzard Beach is like nothing you've ever seen before because you're crossing over icebergs, you know, in some of the little play areas and, there's snowmen and there's a bobsled ride where you're going down. So it's just totally different. It's so such a cool idea. Um, you take a ski lift up to one of the uh, top of one of the slides. That's, that's one of the best things about it is you don't have to climb yeah. 33 flights of steps to get up to the, one of the world's tallest water slides yeah. up at uh, Summit Plummet. So that is just the way that's themed. And then uh, Typhoon Lagoon used to have the, uh, Shark Reef. I don't think they have anymore. I think they got rid of that a, a long time ago. Where you used to be able to get a snorkel and fins, and you would yeah, it made way for for the new uh, oh for that um, new uh, adventure yeah falls. I, I think yeah, I have not I, been. I, on I, that I yet. can never remember the name of that because they changed the name of it like right after. <laughs> I, know. I know. I can't remember. There was something with the name, and then they changed it. Uh. Which looked like which looked like that was fun. That was yeah, because they had they had not had anything new there in a in a long time. Um, but yeah, the Disney water parks are so much fun, and of course Volcano Bay, which I have been to many times and walked around, but have not actually uh, been to and experienced. I think Lisa's been Lisa's been on the rides at Volcano. Lisa's been on all of them. I have. So the, the water parks are so much fun in Orlando. But you get there and you There's just There's so do, many good ones. You just it's you just do everything amazing. else and then you forget. You just don't have time. But if you're trying to get a lighter crowd or something different, um, I would love going to the water parks. Um, so my last story is really quick. So All Star Music, which closed for almost a whole year uh because of COVID, is uh reopening and it opens on March uh twenty second. So coming right up. So if you want to book you can book uh march 22nd for future dates over at all-star music um 
So yeah, unfortunately, some of the resorts over at Disney closed because uh, they just didn't have enough occupancy. And so now it looks like they're slowly starting to reopen them. So the other thing that I that we did not have on the list, but I did see, you know, spring break is going on right now. So some of the dates over spring break uh, are hitting capacity at the uh, Disney parks. So if you're planning a trip, make sure you book it in advance and get your park reservations so you actually can get into the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, those those park reservations are no joke. You need those park reservations and they do sell out. They close out because of capacity. That's the whole point of the reservation is to maintain capacity. Yeah. So with kids going on spring break or families or locals or uh, they're starting to fill up those park reservations. So a lot uh, of them are closed already. Yeah. So spring break. And then I would predict that this will happen in the summer until we get higher capacity limits to where this is not an issue anymore. Uh, And I would expect the same thing over at Universal Studios uh, with summer and spring break going over there as well at Universal Orlando Resort. So. Make sure you book everything in advance. And Universal's got a new roller coaster coming out, uh, Jurassic Park one this summer. So that's going to be crazy. And I just saw Halloween Horror Nights is on for 2021 over Universal Studios. And that usually starts in September and goes through October. So that's going to be packed. And uh, they had the Beetlejuice. I saw they were going to do the Beetlejuice Haunted House, which they had set up last year and then had to close everything. Yeah. And I do believe they're calling it HHN 30. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, because technically it they didn't have it last year. Last year was uh, slated to be thirty, and there was a, a debate: is that going to be thirty, or is next year going to be thirty? And so they didn't call twenty twenty the thirtieth anniversary or thirtieth version because it really didn't take. Uh, and because they had a lot of merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that too. Someone was like, "Well, we didn't technically have our thirty at the Halloween Horror Nights, right? Because we got a bunch of warehouses full of stuff." <laughs> but that's cool. That'll be the year that you could have gotten your stuff maybe twice. So is that it, Lisa? That's it. Um, unless Sharpie's got another pun he wants to throw our way. Uh-oh. No polar bear puns? Mm. Really? What's up with the polar bear? I just figured he had Blizzard Beach. Yeah, Blizzard and, Beach. No, but this got the alligator guy. Yeah, but Blizzard, you know, did you ever see a picture of a... a a polar bear in a blizzard? No, it's a blank sheet of paper. There's an alligator. <laughs> Sharpie, you haven't heard that? I have. It's been a while though. Okay. Still tickles you. So no, the one that the, the the one that made me laugh most thinking about it today is uh what the 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 father buffalo said to his son on his way off to college. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Father Buffalo, son. Stampede something. Buffalo, buffalo. Buffalo Realm. Okay, tell me. Hi, son. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I like it. I like it. You're a dork, and I love it. Uh, that was good. That was good. Okay, well, with that horrible, horrible pun, <laughs> we're going to wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. Don't forget to contact Sharpie or Lauren if you've got any vacation needs. They'll be happy to help you get things planned out. And um, if you have any questions or comments for us, you can write to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.